All right, you're listening to KZSM.org, Metal Mark Live. That was Fate's Warning, uh, Pirates of the Underground. This next one goes out to the Ozman. He just got out of surgery, and uh, here we are. This is one of my favorites. Also, Brad Gillis turned 65 today. He played on uh, the, the album right after Randy Rhodes died when he did the live uh, Speak of the Devil. Here we go with Diary of a Madman.
also, San Marcos Community Radio has nothing to do with the occult, witchcraft, or devil worshipers. It's just, nope. Nope. So I got Gilly Salazar and Joe Ray Garcia. And uh, you guys are doing a new project. And what's it got? What's it called? What's up? How's everybody? It's called Orbital Waves. And uh, how did you come up with that that uh, name? Is it because of the astronomy astronomy stuff you're taking you're doing, or I kind of kind of felt like it was kind of kind of that, but uh, actually we were listening. I was listening to a uh, Planet Caravan by Black Sabbath. Oh yeah. And there's like a lyric in there where he says, "In orbital ways." I so that, that's cool. a, I think that's an LSD reference or something. That's got a nice little <laughs> ring to it. Orbital waves. Yeah. So then I brought it. To, I said mention the band. They they liked the ring to it too, and then Jacob De Leon, or the drummer, was like, "Let's do waves." So gave it a little originality, and it's super hard to find a a band name these days that isn't taken. Yeah. You really have to yeah. dig deep to try yep. to get something. It's like a password. You, you can't but, you, you keep changing. Nope. You know, it, and it does. It does have a nice ring to it, and, and it feels good because I because I think it does have a little to do with that astronomy stuff I've been getting into as well. So, yeah, there's some badass pictures you're taking, man. I, lo- I love watching yeah. that. Hell yeah! So y'all are looking for a bass player. You were saying? Yeah, we are actually. So How can we get in touch with you? Um, you can you can contact me, Gilly Salazar, on Facebook Messenger, or you can. Joe Ray Garcia. Yeah, or do you have Leon. to be from San Marcos? It would be nice, you know, be to easier. Be, yeah, yeah, be a lot easier. But no, you don't necessarily have to because these days, with a lot of technology, you can easily send audio tracks yeah. back and forth. And are y'all thinking about do, like doing live shows once you get everything going? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we've been missing playing. I've been missing, especially. I haven't played a long show, live show in a while. I've been missing it because. There's a lot of energy that goes into it, but oh, yeah. you know, and you can I kind of also just almost had this like identity crisis because I hadn't been playing so long. Yeah, and uh, but I just kind of kind of worked through it, and I just realized, you know, there's there's more to life than being an incredibly ridiculously great guitar. Player. I thought I saw a picture no. of you with a um, with a BC Rich. Was that a? BC? I thought I saw a picture with a like a red and black BC Rich. Was that a BC Rich or what is that? Oh yeah, that's a that's a BC Rich. That's just kind of the uh, the guitar that they have at the place that I go practice. Oh, that's a badass a guitar. I love BC Two Rich. Cool arrows. Cool. It's <laughs> a little jam spot. We call it. It's been called that for a long time. So Gilly, you've been around San Marcos for quite some time. You've yeah. been in different bands, and uh, you you you're a family man now. But you you've seen the scene, and uh, what do you think of what you know San Marcos is doing now? Like, do you think it's better? With the venues, or do you think it's worse? That's tough to say. I haven't really been out doing seeing many shows lately, but I did play one show with the this cover band I'm in. It's called Grunge Slinger. We played one over there at the, uh, the Gray Horse, and uh, it had a really cool feel. It had a cool like. So Grunge Slinger is that like a '90s? Yeah, like, it's a '90s rock, like Nirvana you know, kind of sound. Yeah, yeah, we played oh, wow. Stone Temple Pilots and and uh, Weezer and <laughs> a bunch of other. <laughs> Um, I'm a machine head. <laughs> no, nah, we don't go. I don't go that far into it, man. I love but, the '90s, but man, yeah, no, it's, it's it's definitely cool. It's like it's nostalgic as hell. That sounds grow cool. Listening to that music and stuff, but yeah, so so the Gray Horse, they were they were really cool. It had a, like a local San Marcos feel to it because like 
some of the old people that worked at Triple Crown. Were They're across the from there. the dive shop, right? They're across the street from the dive shop, like on on. Yeah, yeah, on Rancho yeah, Twelve. Rancho Twelve. And uh, so, I've heard that that place is actually doing pretty good, as far as like having music play there. And then I guess there's Jacks. Jacks has come. I've got a big comeback there, now. Jax. I think. Yeah. And I would like to play over there. I haven't played there yet. Hey, on Wednesday night, Ace Pepper does the the. Um, Open mic blues. You can just bring oh, your wow. guitar. He's got the whole back line set up. Everything. Cool. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I might go check that out. But I would just we've been just kind of focusing on my family and working on music and with this new project to get it up and running. You know, it takes a lot of a lot of effort and time and yeah. uh, just got to stay consistent with it. And it's, it's been feeling good writing music with with him here, Joe Ray. He's been. Uh, so is it all instrumental or is there is there vocalists on here too? There's vocals on this song. Uh, but we're actually still looking for a vocalist too, as well. We got this one guy that we've just been talking to that we, we're going to bring in, try him out. And uh, but for now, we're just kind of like trying to get a little buzz going, you know. Just kind of we recorded the song because it was fully written. It was a lot of fun. We just you know, and we're just we're wanting to have fun. A lot, you know, that's the main thing. It's just enjoy writing music and not feeling pressure to play gigs all the time because. Back when I was in other bands, we played gigs every weekend sometimes. Wow. And it just got to the point where, you know, you just can't, you can't really explore your own creativity as much as you'd like to. I guess I've that's noticed. how it is on the road, too. If you go, like, on a extensive road tour, you're playing the same songs every night. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody works, different. <coughs> yeah. works differently when it comes to being creative and music and stuff. So mm. it's nice to, it was nice to just kick back and just really just kind of open it up a little bit. Just kind of work on some music and stuff. And, well, that, that I, other thing you did, the Grant and Salvia, that was pretty cool, too, man. The Giant Salvia, yeah. Am I saying it wrong? Giant Salvia, yeah, no, it's, it's all right. It's just kind of a solo project. But that sounded cool be, as shit. used to be a full man. Appreciate it, man. It used to be a full man, but uh, it's it kind of just kind of just fell apart, you know, and I love those guys. I hope we can get some reunion shows going one time here or there, but for now it's just kind of a solo project. So just Well, definitely of, when you get everybody together for this thing, we yeah, can, we can oh, put yeah. you live in here and you play oh, live. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we was thinking maybe one of these times, Joe Ray and I could come in here with a couple of acoustics. Oh yeah, the acoustics you know, shows are cool. Shit. Fucking just put down some cool shit, you know, and just uh, see what we. The can last do. one I had was a punk band, local Distorted Ends. Oh yeah, they were pretty cool. They played like a lot of different cover songs and stuff. You know, yeah. I'm not really into punk music, but you know, punk and metal kind of mixed together. You know, in the '80s, so it yeah. comes together. You know. Well, let's check out this song, man. What's it called? It's it's called the Dream Game. The Dream Game. It's kind Game. of uh, written as just taking inspiration from all the metal pioneers that started out. You'll see what I mean when you. you get we were there. talking earlier about Randy Rhodes yeah, and, and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah. awesome. You know, just kind of paying homage to all those that inspired us. Oh, yeah. This song is kind of a, a little more, just kind of one that'll bob your head a little bit, make you move your head. And we got some more that are coming. They're gonna be a lot heavier. So awesome. Very intense. Yeah. Here we go. Let's, let's pray it works here. Turn it up to 11. <laughs> hmm. Promise it worked earlier.
Like I was saying, hold on, I gotta turn this. Like I was saying, man, that that is like, to me, it's got like a new age sound to it, like something that's made for radio, dude. You know, made for, you know. Oh, I can't wow. wait to hear more. I can't wait to hear more of it. Thank you. Yeah, we had fun. We had a lot of fun. Recorded it at Five One Two Studios. 
so it's that's been nice around for a while, right? A lot of people have done a lot of things at that that studio. Looks like it's been there for a while, yeah. Huh. I mean, I, if anybody gets a chance to record over there, I would definitely highly rec- recommend it. Oh, it's yeah. a, it's it's a great experience. It's like you'll never <laughs> be able to hear your music that crisp and loud and clear, like when he's doing the mixing yeah. and stuff. You get to sit there and watch him after you track. So it's 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 a lot of fun. When you do Jacob when you Leon when you do your guy. recordings, do you like? Strive to, I mean, I know you haven't done it with this band yet, but do you strive to sound like that live on stage? Or does it yeah. lo- sound a little bit different sometimes on stage? Well, it's definitely probably going to sound a whole lot different without a bass player. If you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, you'll get a bass player soon, I guarantee, with that but, sound. Yeah, no, the whole idea is to try to make it sound like... You know, just you two and, and, and Jacob alone uh, sounds badass, and, and I think your names will bring in some good some good uh, musicians too because you guys you know you got a you got a great talent and well i appreciate that yeah we're hoping we're hoping to get yeah. some some other musicians to come jam with us you know that they're dedicated yeah. and uh as, as yeah talking to the microphone are, for me <laughs> we're looking go. to we are looking to hopefully get some more musicians that come in here that are just as dedicated yeah. to making music you know but we don't want, we just want to have fun you know, we're gonna have a good time Right music, no pressure. Man. That's yeah, what I like about it here, you're just smooth. Yeah, just grooving, smooth, no pressure. Well, on this music. is this is the what the godson of heavy metal does for people that are uh, you know into this kind of music, and and I let you guys come here, and this becomes your show, your platform. People can Hell hear yeah. you. People can hear you, and hear hear what's your stories, and 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 that's what it's all about, man. You know, remember the day when we all would go to concerts when we were younger and. Like you said, we we're just gathering influences, and you yeah, know, yeah. and then you start playing the guitar, yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Hey, doesn't that kind of sound like that?" <laughs> and it does because it, you're influenced, and it goes into your, you know, your 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 being, and it comes out of your heart and your soul, and you know, I really like that sound. That was pretty cool, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thank you. We really took cool. a lot of influence from Judas Priest and Queens Right. That kind of stuff. It was kind of like you know, some of my favorite, you know, some of my favorite yeah. music from the, from the '80s, dude. The you yeah. know the old school. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's definitely. It was fun working working on that song. As a matter of fact, that's the first song I ever produced, start from the beginning, all the way through the whole recording process, with, without a single drop of alcohol. Every other song you've ever heard, I've ever wrote, and there was, uh, was a lot of drinking involved. <laughs> How about the other thing? <laughs> a little bit of herb, no? Um, well, I, I played the fifth. Right. What, what the heck, you know? So back in the day, like I said, we'd go to concerts and. This next segment of my show is, is all about live concerts. And this first one, it's uh, it's weird. Black Sabbath, when they were live with Dio, like, I don't know if they're messed up or on drugs, but they would start off with, like, this song is the sign of the Southern Cross. And then halfway through it, all of a sudden, it changes into heaven and hell. It's like, what the hell happened there? And it's weird. It happened, you know, it's like, and then they still have the heaven and hell on the album, too. So I don't know if they did that on purpose in concert or the song sounded so similar that they were so high, they just merged into that. So here we go. This is uh, off the live evil. This is Sign of the Southern Cross. And then right after that, we're going to go worldwide live with the Scorpions, Still Loving You, and then live Y&T Black Tiger. And then we'll be back to talk more with Gilly. Once again, this is KZSM.org, San Marcos True Community Radio.
Oh yeah, I remember back in the day we'd go to concerts and you know the ticket would cost like what seven or eight bucks and oh, t-shirt wow. about ten bucks, a beer like a dollar fifty or a coke. Now it's like it's like twenty dollars for a beer, seventy dollars for the ticket maybe. Shoot, how much was the Judas Priest you just saw recently? Right, there were two tickets. I got two tickets. It was like hundred eight, hundred twenty six bucks or something like that. Damn. Yeah, that's not including the shirt or the parking. Oh, well, now, yeah, they get you for the parking, too. I forgot about that. Damn. Yeah, I didn't get a shirt, didn't get a shirt <laughs> for Judas Priest. I kind of regret not doing that, but it was still an awesome show. Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Who was who played with them that time? There was Queensryche played with them. It was the, the not the original Queensryche. It was the new singer that they have, right? Yeah, yeah. That dude's badass, too, though. Yeah, he does good, but a lot of the real real Queensryche fans say yeah. that's not more than just a cover band. Yeah, it's, you know... My, one of my favorite bands is, is Queensryche, them and Fate's Warning and Iron Maiden, you know, all that stuff. But um, They're yeah. really innovative guitar players. Yeah, Krista Garva, you know, he gave up after, I guess, Operation Mindcrime, and, and, you know, and they got another guitar player. Yeah. I don't know what, I've never heard of him doing anything else after that, but I know he did a lot of the vocals, too, on stage. There's not just Jeff Tate was screaming, it was also Krista Garva, and then during the Operation Mindcrime, it was a woman singing with Jeff Tate. And oh, he wow. ended up marrying her. No. The, you know, like the Sister Mary song, you know. That's that's a chick singing that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, man. Uh, yeah. You guys have been around for a while. You, get, you guys, uh, the three of you, you've actually started, you know, the band Warhead Rex, right? Back in the day. Yeah, we were actually the founding members of that band starting out. Yeah, when you, a, where were we all playing back then? Was it the the morgue? What did they call it? Our first show. Oh yeah. It was. Forgot it was, about that place. I don't even know the morgue. I don't remember. It's uh, the Kiva. Or the something. Kiva. Yeah. Oh, okay. The morgue. <laughs> the morgue. Yeah, no. the key. That was a pretty cool time. But that was. I think that was a little bit after the time when Jacob Leon was in the band with us. We we worked on a couple of some of the first three songs that were written by the band was with with. Uh, Thus three and it came out pretty good. It was pretty good. It was a good time, and uh, but you know, things things kind of didn't work out at the time. We were all different people back then, kind of. But now it feels real nice, you know, to yeah. just get back together and just really squash all the the uh, pre- previous BS that we had going on. Right. And just be friends and and uh, enjoy making music, and it's taking a lot of pressure off. It's like, you know. You, you stop drinking, you start you stop stop turning into an asshole to your friends all the time, and you know it's just it, there's yeah. a lot of things that went to it. I'm not trying to take over the world anymore, so it's been good. It's been good. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to be a, a successful musician if maybe you have a habit. You know, like you know the total rock and roll cliche is like I'm I'm drunk, I'm stoned, I'm <laughs> on drugs. You know, it's like fall on your face. It's like. You know, you can't really uh, succeed that way. Well, I wouldn't say. I mean, everybody works differently. You know, I don't. I don't know how everybody else is able to work. I just know personally that I find myself to be a lot more level-headed when it comes to communicating with the musicians, because yeah. everybody has a different different idea of what they want, and we work together on it. We talk about it. Yeah. You know, and it feels good to be able to just really get back to just working on music and and uh, letting everybody have their feel. So a lot of uh, bands in the 70s and the 60s, you know, they did experiment 
with you know drugs to to make their music better or sound you know in a different direction but you know i don't think you really need to do that i think you just need to like you said just yeah. have a level head clear and you know and, and it'll come out of you especially if you got the right the right guys together yeah there's a, some comedian bill hicks used to talk about drugs it has done some plenty of good things for us if you don't think that yeah well then go home and take our albums and burn them <laughs> <laughs> it's true though i mean it's true every you know especially the 70s rock you, you, i guarantee you know someone but these days you would actually go home and uh delete them off of your, phone, man. Uh, you know, Lars, Lars from Metallica is saying, "I told you so." You know, <laughs> you know the Napster thing. Now it's just all, yep. Yeah. But uh, it's also, it's also been nice playing dr- uh, jam with Jacob DeLeon again because uh, he's a really, he's been a, he's a really good drummer. He's got him, some, him and his brother Mike some, were one of my first. He's got some style to him, yeah. some flair. He couldn't make it today. He's had to work late. He's got work early in the morning. He wanted to be here. But he couldn't. Well, next so, time we'll, we'll make yeah. another date for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. He did want to mention that uh, his father was his inspiration, and his big brother Mike DeLeon, they were a big inspiration for him. Him musically. His father was very, very uh, supportive for their music. Oh man, yeah. Like yeah, right in the living room, they have their their whole setup right there in their yeah, house, you know. Yeah, and then they built a back porch. Yeah, Just for them to, us, ge- you know. Actually, that's where we rehearse. He lets us rehearse. In his, yeah. his dad his is a cool dude. You place know. behind there. It's a pretty cool spot. He also said that his brother, Mike DeLeon's first concert was Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> and his first concert, Jacob DeLeon's first concert was Poison. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't even remember my I actually concert. grew up in the 70s, and I listened to freaking disco. I'm oh, not yeah. going to lie. No, Can't uh, lie about it. That's pretty cool. And then, you know, later on, classic rock. And then later on, you know, my brother turned me on to, like, Black Sabbath and stuff like that. But in the beginning, in the 70s, you know, it was Metal Mark was Disco Mark. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really listen to disco anymore. Every once in a while, I'll hear a song. I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that. You know, it's kind of like music will bring back memories for you, you know, especially like old songs that you love. Yeah, man, that's nostalgic. That's kind of what I was talking about, why I'm in that Grunge Slinger project, because they just play all those old I would like to songs. see that live, man. That would fun. sound pretty cool. Yeah, I'll shoot, I'll, let you, I'll shoot you a minor next time we play. We don't play very, I haven't played very often, but uh, yeah, actually I haven't played very often, but I'm really looking forward to getting Orbital Waves going with some shows eventually. Here. Hell yeah, man. We got, we got, we're working on a fourth song, you know, they're, they're, they're a lot heavier than this one we just shared with y'all. This is just like a trial run for us, you know, to get in the studio and see how we work together in the studio and figure out what we need to work on because it's a little more 4-4. A lot of these other songs are a little bit more technical and it's going to take more time to record, so we got to get this kind of are stuff y'all small. Tuning, are y'all tuning to up. normal tuning on that? Yeah, or? actually, I, w- I used to be in D standard, but uh, like I just went up. To, we just standard tuning. Yep, I, I can't. E, A, you know. E for me, yep. I can't stand drop D yeah, and all that. You don't that, need though. to drop down to be heavy. No. You don't need to. You know, you can't you know where they got down. that from because when Slayer first came out, they dropped down so low just to get that heavy sound, you know? Yeah, but you don't, you don't need to, nah. you know, to be heavy. Nope. You don't need it at all. I mean, it's... You're not going to be able to play the actually chord really, right or the lead right if you've got one or two strings that are different tuned than the other ones. I hate that. Well, I just... Like I said, everybody's different, but personally, I yeah. like to just standard tuning... Or if I'm going to drop it, it's D standard. Yeah. Anything lower than that, you start having to get thicker strings. 
and yeah, messing with your guitars a lot, trying yeah. to set everything up. And yeah. So you're from New Braunfels. What's the metal scene like out there, man? There are oh, different clubs out man, there? Man, there's like no metal scene out there at all. What? Yeah, it's pretty much just uh, country and country and country. Is. <laughs> That's it, man. Like, it, it's rare that you'll maybe one or two times out of the year get a metal band playing in one of these uh, venues they got out there, but... It, it's slim to nothing out there. It, wow. That's why I enjoyed coming to San Marcos. You know, they got a real cool, loud metal scene. And, uh, yeah. Love coming out here. Not very many venues out here either still. It's like... Well, more than what I got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've just no, I've noticed that. I, I think my first show in San Marcos was like, shit, back in 2011 or 12, back when I really started getting after it. And there was like more... There's more venues back then to play... But it seems like just like more venues are just dropping. They just started. Shit, that pandemic you know, killed everybody two like, for one. You know, it's a lot like of places dropped off. It sure did. But it's metal, you know. Some people don't like this shit, but we love it. We don't care what anybody likes. You let us play there. We get over there. We get loud. We hang out. We make some music. We play some guitars. We went all it's the like, way to uh, what Fitzgerald? No, uh, Pflugerville. Remember when we went way out there for that one band? You're no. talking about Fredericksburg? There you go, Fredericksburg, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dirt Die Wall. There's yeah. a metal band. There's a metal place in there. They let metal bands play over there. Wow. It's smaller than this little studio. Though. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was pretty rowdy. God, the Triple Crown stage was small as hell, too. Uh, Did y'all ever play that one? Yeah, all you, all you people out there that ever enjoyed Triple Crown, you know, consider yourself lucky, because I don't think their place is ever going to repeat itself. No. It's like... He he wanted to open up something again, but he never did. Yeah, well, you get into that, you know. I think City of San Marcos has a lot to do with permitting and all this live music stuff, and they just yep. probably just got a headache with the City of San Marcos. They're giving uh, the dude at Ragnar's a lot of shit right now. The city's on him about probably would be, you know, getting it's... bathrooms and you know drainage and this and that, you know, water and like. It's like you know, but. We still, we love music. We love to play music. We gotta try to keep it alive somehow, yeah. you know. And these venues are shutting down. At least Ragnar's over there is is fighting to keep a place for some music to to still be happening. Which and he is, doesn't just cool. do metal. He does all kinds of different yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. He's got a well, foam party going out there soon. You know, where they get <laughs> naked and run around in the soap foam. Sweet, it's like you just gotta be accepting of all kinds of music, you know. Yeah. You know, country's not bad either. At least they're musicians. You know, they got a bass, a drum, a guitar, you know, I guess, you know, if it's your bag, it's, you know, you like it. Still moves you, the music still moves you, you know. Yeah, it moves me. Moves me right out the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, I thank you guys for coming down to San Marcos Community Radio. I'd love to see you, Gilly, all the time, and, and nice meeting you, sir. And um we're gonna You're, come back up here and uh, soon and bring some acoustics. Cool, I'll that'd play be some awesome. Acoustics, guitar, tune a couple acoustics. Maybe Jake down there will bring his, his little bongos or something. <laughs> or the little <laughs> box, whatever you call that, that box. Yeah, you know, I often, I often wonder what it would sound like if you put some like some V drums up in here and plug some electronic stuff straight through. Maybe it would give it a little bit more of a good mix, but it's, you know, whatever. So we're this next one we're gonna do. Uh, it's a very controversial album. Right after. Uh, Judas Priest uh, got sued in court for supposedly having subliminal messaging and they're 
music, and some people killed themselves over it. Oh, wow. And uh, actually, D. Snyder uh, went up and, and told them, you know, on, in court, hey, this is all about free speech, and, and a lot of these things are just sound effects. And so right after that, Judas Priest came out with the album Painkiller. And it is a loud and angry album, I think. Love that album. So we're going to do uh, Nightcrawler here. Nightcrawler. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gilly, for coming, man. Hey, man. Appreciate Thanks you. Thanks a lot for having us. Oh, yeah, man. Song. Hope everybody enjoyed that song. Whoever heard it, nope. come check us out whenever we get around, play some shows. If you guys know anybody that plays bass, tell them to hit one of us up. Send them away. Appreciate you guys, man. Okay. Be safe. Later.
That's right. Beware the beast. He's going to get you. I'd love to hear the end of these things. They just go forever. All right. We'll, we're going to take care of a little bit of business here. I'll be right back after these messages from San Marcos True Community Radio, KZSM.org. This is Patsy Leal, host of a new show here on KZSM.org, appreciating classical music. Join me every fourth Thursday at 2 p.m. for an exploration of what makes classical music relevant today. Celebrate the best of classical composers and their masterpieces in an easy-to-digest, hour-long show. That's Appreciating Classical Music with me, Patsy Leal, right here on kzsm.org, True Community Radio. Lucy? Lucy? You got some explaining to do?
the can, man.
you doggone long-eared galoot. Just a minute, partner. You can't talk to me like that. Them's fighting words. Yeah, them's fighting words. I dare you to step over this line. Okay, I'm a-stepping. I dare you to step over this one. This one. This one. That one. That one. This one. Believe to be right Clash with all your might 